Explicaciones a ti. Yo no te debo, chico. Yo hago con mi cuerpo lo que me dé la gana y tus prejuicios me los paso por la raja, pan. ¿Cómo me les va, mi gente? Aquí estamos una vez más en otro episodio de esta temporada. Hoy para hablar de los exes, pero la segunda parte del episodio anterior. Yeah, we're going to pick up where we left off, uh -huh. continuing to have the conversation about exes. Perdón por el retraso en sacar este nuevo episodio. Es que estuvimos esta vez lidiando con problemas personales de mi parte. Y entonces eso impidió que por alguna semana pudiéramos crear episodios nuevos. Pero bueno, aunque no le prometemos nada, esperamos que esta sea la última pausa, al menos en esta temporada, que aún nos quedan algunos episodios por terminar. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's jump into it. Exes. This is something that me and you have had a conversation about. Mm -hmm. Definitivamente. <laughs> definitivamente. Varias conversaciones. Yes. So, in your opinion, mm -hmm. is an ex baggage? Depende. Okay. Un ex es un baggage si, primeramente, todavía existen sentimientos y tensión y animosidad en contra de esa persona. Es decir, si existen sentimientos de amor hacia esa persona es obviamente un impedimento para una nueva relación. Uh -huh. Incluso si existen sentimientos de odio a esa persona, también puede ser un impedimento para la nueva relación. Uh -huh. ¿Por qué? Porque puede haber perfectamente una guerra entre los dos sexes, que tú lo has visto, que pasa mucho, que un ex se encarna en el otro y tienen un divorcio bien turbulento y tienen una separación bien turbulenta y algunos exes se convierten en, super, en un súper problema, en una pesadilla. Uh -huh. so, de cualquiera de las dos maneras que lo, que lo mire, si es un ex, ya sea sentimiento positivo o negativo, es un baggage. Y en, en la parte de los sentimientos negativos también puede influir en una nueva relación si la persona que salió de esa relación anterior trae sus traumas a su nueva interacción con la pareja nueva, uh -huh. ¿entiendes? Hay gente que no tiene un buen historial amoroso y traen todas esas cosas tóxicas y carga emocional dentro de sus nuevas dinámicas y eso también hace que, tú sabes, que las relaciones fallen, pero, es decir, las nuevas relaciones fallen. Uh -huh. Pero si creo que un ex puede ser o no un vague. Si te separaste y ya no queda ningún tipo de animosidad, no. Ok, I'll take that. ¿Y tú? I remember us talking about this a while ago. And you had said, I think all exes are baggage. Sí, es verdad. Yeah. Sí, so, verdad. I've actually, I like that there's a little bit of a shift in your thinking from whenever we had that conversation. And it was a while ago. Sí, sí, sí. I remember we were like, oh, exes are baggage. <laughs> sí, claro, es verdad. Bueno, también dependiendo del punto de vista que lo vea. Mm -hmm. Es decir, desde el punto de vista de que yo estaba hablando en ese momento es diferente al punto de vista en el que lo estoy mirando ahora. Oh, okay. Es decir, para mí, exes are baggage cuando tú no sacaste de esa relación algo positivo necesariamente. Al contrario, la relación lo que sirvió fue para, no necesariamente para dejar una huella, una huella buena en tu vida. Lo que hizo fue dejar rastros y sentimientos negativos. Mm. 
En ese caso, que es lo que estoy diciendo yo, ¿no? Lo considero vale. Hay relaciones que no. Hay relaciones en las que tu ex simplemente se dejaron de querer y no, no pasó absolutamente nada. Simplemente se dejaron de querer y ya. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you think that exes are baggage only in the scenarios where the ending was rough. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like... And the relationship or... wasn't as beautiful either. Okay. And the relationship in and of itself was tumultuous. Exactamente. Exactamente. Por ejemplo, esa gente que a mí me dicen que estuvieron en una relación y la relación 90% del tiempo era discusión. Para mí, por muy lindo que tú puedas describir la conexión, por mucho que tú quieras decir, oh, this person was my soulmate, whatever, uh -huh. una relación que es 90% discusión y 10% paz, para mí eso no te puede dejar nada bueno. Por mucho que tú hayas amado a la persona y por muy bonita que tú creas o pienses que fue uh -huh. tu, tu conexión con esa persona. In my opinion. Yeah. I agree with some of that, for sure. I do think it depends. I think in a lot of cases, there's a bit of both. Just thinking on my own past, I can really only think of one relationship that I can truly say I feel like I got nothing from. <laughs> in most of my other relationships, some of them, and I'm saying relationships kind of broadly. I'm mm -hmm. talking about actual committed relationships I was in. And also people that I dated for, like, a longish time, even if we weren't officially sí, sí, sí. together. I think that for most of those relationships, it was always a mixed bag, you sí. know? From almost all of them, I can think of things that definitely, absolutely benefited me as a person. Beyond, like, the beautiful memories and things like that, of course, which you always get to keep and have if you choose to. But... Ways that I grew for the better, things that I learned that made me a better person, you know. For most of them, I have things that I can definitely say, you know what, this change happened because of that person. And it's a positive thing. It's something that I'm thankful for, if not many things. And also for most of them, there were things that were really bad for me that I didn't like, that I don't want to repeat that I would say are definitely, even if I don't like to think of it that way, baggage that I bring in in newer relationships because for the things that weren't good, especially, but even sometimes for the things that were good, you know, going back to that conversation that we had in the last episode of the comparisons and things like that, sometimes it does make it so that things can be a little triggering sí. or you could be overthinking something in the comparison of like this aspect of a relationship or that aspect. And I would agree with what you said where, you know, there are also relationships, quote unquote, or dating ships, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> where I don't feel any kind of way, you know, it was sí. nice for what it was. Then we moved on and don't think about it often. Mm -hmm. But if it comes up, it doesn't bring anything particularly positive or negative. Pero no, claro, claro, claro. It's very neutral. Sí, 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 claro. No, hay personas que dejan huella hay personas que no. <ríe> Buenas o malas, porque no todas las huellas son, puede ser, you know, a veces la gente asume que puede decir, ah, me dejó una huella, no quiere decir que sea bueno, pero hay quien deja su huella, su rastro bueno o malo, hay quien simplemente no deja nada, es como algo neutral, algo... Mm -hmm. People didn't move you mm, in any particular way. Exactamente, exactamente. So would you say, and I know for you this is a tricky question because you feel like you've never really been in a relationship mm -hmm. other than me. Mm -hmm. So if we broaden that mm -hmm. a little bit, 
because you have been in relationships. True. But e- even another committed one before me, you just mm-hmm. weren't particularly invested, right? <laughs> but right. other people that you've dated for at least a few months of a time, uh-huh. do you feel like you have any regrets in terms of people that you dated? Or is there anyone that you feel like, I completely regret that relationship? I wish it never happened. No. Nobody? Well, no, but nadie fue importante. No, no, pero verdad, nadie fue importante enough para sentirme así. Nadie fue lo suficientemente importante para yo sentirme como que reniego. Yo reniego cosas que hice por personas de las que yo pensé que estaba enamorada. Pero de su relación como tal, de la relación con esa persona como tal, acejó, no. No, porque en definitiva, como tú dices, siempre se aprenden cosas, siempre descubres partes de ti, siempre aprendes incluso a ser más fuerte. Esas mismas cosas que yo me hubiera gustado no haber hecho, me enseñaron a ser diferente, porque ya después no las repetí en otras relaciones que tuve, ¿me entiendes? Entonces, no de la relación como tal, no me arrepiento. Me arrepiento de decisiones y cosas que yo hice basadas en mis sentimientos en ese momento, pensando que la persona se lo merecía o que yo debía hacerlo, pero no de la relación como tal, porque siempre aprendí algo. Siempre crecí de los, de los errores, ¿no? ¿Y tú? ¿Hay alguna relación de la que tú dices, aquí perdí mi tiempo? Yes, yes. ¿Sí? 100%. There's one relationship. Bueno, that, lo dijiste ahorita. Yes. I literally feel like, what a waste of my life. What a waste of my time. What a waste of everything. What was I thinking? And I, I want to say, like, my standards were just lower than what they are currently. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it was a time when I was still predominantly dating cis men and there's this person that i was seeing in college who i can't even say that like i particularly liked see we did click very much as friends Mm -hmm. like we got each other we laughed a lot like it was very easy to like hang out and Mm -hmm. be with each other but there were things about him that i didn't like even from before we were at that point you know like before we were ever dating or anything like that there were very explicit things that I didn't like about him. And then once we were together, of course, I think in the beginning of relationships, you give things a little bit more of a pass. Claro. Just because you're still kind of testing things out. Also, maybe because you're not as invested, too. Claro. Well, también. for me. But then as the relationship grew, those things just started to grow. And I stayed in that relationship longer than I needed to be in it. It was still under a year, but it was almost a year that we were together. A lot longer than I needed to be in that relationship because I really valued the relationship that he had with one of my nephews, Mm. my oldest nephew, whose father was not in his life in that moment. And because he didn't really have that many male cis men role models Mm -hmm. or people in his life, Um, A lot of them had died. Same. You know, I felt like the relationship that they had, which was really special and beautiful, was one that I didn't want to take away from him. Same. And and he also mostly got along with my family very well, too. So I stayed in that relationship a lot longer than I should have because I didn't want to take him away from my family and especially not away from my nephew and... Even up until the end, you know, that was that was the thing that broke my heart the most. Sí. I felt like, should I be waiting longer to introduce people? Should I be putting up more boundaries? 
between my family and the people that I'm dating because you break up with someone and it depends on the relationship. But a lot of the times it's not just you that breaks up with them. It's then your family and your friends in some cases that have to break up with that person too. Claro, and that's hard, sí. especially when what's happening between them is a beautiful thing. Pues and in that case, I really can say like the relationship was so beautiful. Actually, the day we broke up, we had all went out together, me and my nephew and him. And my nephew had actually said, like, I love you to him for the first time. Aww. Right. So it's like heartbreaking because that happens. And then literally something else happened that night where I was just like. Ataki. Done. I can't. <laughs> I can't anymore. But I wish that I would not have prioritized that as much. Claro. And that that relationship. I'm not even really sure how it happened that we got together, but that I had paused once I really started to realize that like this is a person I don't even like that much. Claro. As a person, they're claro. they're not that good of a person. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. es verdad. Es verdad. Eso sucede mucho, Yeah. La falta de experiencia, eh, a veces uno de joven uno está a veces hasta aburrido y alguien te enseña interés y tú le sigues la corriente, pero no mm. es porque en realidad tú estés interesado, no es porque ya estás solo y para estar solo, bueno, déjame ver qué pasa. Pero, pero bueno, de esas cosas se aprenden, porque eventualmente tú aprendiste que con ese tipo de personas tú no tienes nada que ver y más nunca te empataste con alguien así. Aunque no te hacía, no, no te hubiera hecho falta esa experiencia para darte cuenta de eso because you already didn't even like them mm-hmm. pero al menos aprendiste vaya lo confirmaste lo corroboraste but in that relationship I think beyond regretting the time that I lost it, it had a very very ugly ending sí. and I do feel like I carried trauma from that relationship so in that way it was another pérdida and then sí, also I wasted a lot of money on him too And that's something I've had to learn, actually, as I get older, is, like, to be a little more careful with the money that I spend on people that I'm with. Because I'm, I love to, like, get things for people. And I've realized I could be in a much better position, but I'm not because I'm always spending money on people. And that's something that I've also had to, like, claro. chill with. But this person was no, like, like... Don't chill. Don't chill. Don't chill now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had to in a lot of ways because that's one of my patterns. But that particular person was broke and bougie, you know? So, like, had no money, had no anything, but wanted the best of the best of everything. <sighs> it's like... Ugh. All the money that I spent, that if I still had today, would be going to such better use, you know? It's annoying. Para mí, por supuesto, por ejemplo. Yeah, but yeah. Pero es verdad, mira, yo no te voy a decir la verdad. A veces uno le pasa eso, por ejemplo, eso que te pasó a ti, pero después uno necesita ese dinero para gente que de verdad se lo merece y uno no lo tiene. Porque a mí me ha pasado igual. Yo he gastado mucho dinero, no solamente con personas, sino en general. Y ahora ese dinero me hubiera gustado tenerlo ahora que tengo una familia ¿no? contigo. Y no lo tengo, porque lo gasté en cosas que no se merecían you know, ese gasto. Entonces, ya yo te entiendo perfectamente. Pero bueno. What did you say? You know, when you said something before, it reminded me of something that you told me your aunt had told you. You were saying something about, you know, if 90% of the relationship is bad and 10% is good, it's not worth it. And Mm -hmm. I remember once you told me about, like, your aunt's way of sort of framing Mm -hmm. how you measure a good relationship from a bad one. Can you share it? Because I thought, for me, I was like, oh, damn, I wish someone had told me that earlier. (laughs) That might have helped me get out of some shit quicker. (laughs) Yo yo tengo una tía. Es una persona muy seductora. A la hora del amor, 
Uh -huh. Ella nació con ese don de saber enamorar, de saber seducir. Tiene una, una cosa especial para eso. Uh -huh. y ella siempre me está aconsejando. Entonces ella me dijo un día, ¿tú quieres saber si una relación para ti es buena o no? Si una relación está funcionando o no. Tú mides la cantidad de tiempo bien que tienen con la cantidad de tiempo mal. Es decir, si un día tiene 24 horas uh -huh. y de las 24 horas 18 están peleando y 6 están bien, entonces esa relación no es buena. Es obvio que no es bueno. Preach. Not obvious. <risa> es obvio, bueno, es obvio desde su punto de vista que está afuera, ¿no? Yeah, yeah. A veces uno está adentro y uno no lo ve. Mm -hmm. Uno se está tan juqueado con la toxicidad, yeah. que hemos hablado de eso muchas veces, la toxicidad mm -hmm. es adictiva. Mm -hmm. Uno confunde toxicidad con pasión. No, yeah. es que estamos tan enamorados, right. pero no es eso, es tóxico. Entonces ella me decía eso. Una relación en la que ustedes para tener seis horas de paz, tienen que basarse 18 en guerra. Uh -huh. No es una buena relación. Yes. Entonces, de eso también viene mi punto de vista cuando yo digo, all exes are bad uh -huh. Porque la mayoría de la gente que yo conozco no tiene nada bueno que decir de sus exes. ¿Me entiendes? Uh -huh. Cuando se ponen a pensar en su relación de verdad, en su tiempo que pasaban juntos, en lo que era la relación, se dan cuenta que eran más las 18 horas malas que las, que las 18 horas buenas. Yeah. That makes so much sense to me. And I feel like I wish I had that framework because I think it's really straightforward. Sí. You know, I think that particularly when we're going through hard times with people, it's the good times that keeps us pushing. Mm -hmm. But a good measure for whether it's worth pushing or not is, okay, even now, currently, right? I'm not talking about like a day, maybe you have a fight, maybe you have a really bad fight for two days, claro, claro. Bad, you know, not something like that. That's occasional. Sí. But if you're stuck in a period where the majority of the day sucks mm -hmm. and maybe you have glimpses and moments of things that are like kind of nice mm -hmm. or kind of okay, sí. but mostly what you're hanging on to is how you feel about that person and things that were so good in the past. Mm-hmm. It's probably time to seriously reevaluate your relationship and figure out whether it's worth continuing or not. I definitely stayed in many relationships where I was at that point and I kept fighting because of what I felt was so strong and because I kept going back to all the good things, you know, right. even though... If I'm being real, it had been a long time. That like 18 hours were bad, you know, <laughs> sí. for a while, you know. But sí, you sí, push sí. and push and push until you can't anymore. And I guess that's okay. It's not terrible, but you lose time. You lose a lot of time. You lose time being with someone you're not supposed Fighting. to be with mm. anymore. Exactly. So, Exactamente. Yes. Y además, y además las huellas que te deja eso, porque cuando tú estás en una relación tóxica con alguien, eso deja, eso acaba con uno, eso, sure. te acaba, eso acaba con tu existencia. Te deja muchas cosas más malas que buenas, ¿entiendes? Te deja más cosas malas que buenas. So, once a relationship ends, mm -hmm. a romantic one, sí, sí. do you think that person should be out of your life for good? The relationship is done romantically, and it should be... In every other way as well. Put to sleep. What? Put to sleep. Put to sleep, that's your answer? Put it to sleep? Ah, exacto. Put it to sleep. Put it to rest? Ah, put it to rest. Yo creo que cuando una relación no termina bien es porque obviamente todavía hay sentimientos envueltos. 
Entonces, si hay sentimientos envueltos, eso quiere decir que hay, puede que haya algún tipo de interés en una de las dos partes. Entonces, ¿por qué seguir pretendiendo incluso ser amigo cuando en el fondo sabemos que todavía hay cierta tensión, ciertos sentimientos mezclados, ¿ves? Aunque hay, la gente termina y después que termina incluso empiezan con otra persona y siguen su vida, pero no pueden tener una relación de amistad con esa ex que sea 100% amistad. Y es ahí cuando yo creo que no debe haber ningún tipo de amistad. Ok, so only in the cases where there's still some residual tension. Ajá. Uh -huh. But what if it was like no tension, both just decided this isn't working anymore, but we want to continue being friends? No sé, yo, lo, yo creo que es un poco inapropiado. Depende, <laughs> okay. depende, depende si hay interés o no. Yo creo que donde haya un cierto interés o esperanza, no debe haber amistad. Porque es lo mismo que la amistad con esos amigos que te dicen, yo soy tu amigo, pero en realidad lo que están buscando es una oportunidad para empatarse contigo. So, is that your ¿Entiendes? advice to people who are no longer in a relationship, but they have some lingering feelings? You're saying to them, I don't think you should continue to pursue a platonic relationship? Exactamente. Mm. Exactamente. Porque no creo que va a ser una amistad platónica inocente al 100%. Yo creo que la amistad debe ser amistad y punto. Especialmente es inapropiado si estás con otra persona o si esa otra persona está con alguien más. No, me, me parece que hay un mar de personas que de verdad quieren ser tu amigo y no te ven como otra cosa que no sea eso. Para uno tener que tener amistad con alguien con el que, tú sabes, todavía hay esos recuerdos intensos y ese tipo de... Como digo yo, eh, tensión. Yo sé que tú piensas diferente, pero ese es mi punto de vista. Uh -huh. Para mí es inapropiado. Y creo que en el mundo de nosotros queer es tan común. Pero también creo que por eso es que siempre, o en muchas ocasiones, las personas queer estamos metidos en unos dramas que we have no business being into por eso. Porque siempre queremos quedar bien, porque siempre queremos ser súper open-minded, ser súper abiertos, ser súper... Y ahí es donde las cosas se complican y siempre entra el drama. Eso da lugar a drama, eso da lugar a, a, a cosas que no tienen por qué pasar. No sé, me gusta despejar, ya, lo que no funciona, no funciona, sigue para adelante. <risa> yeah, I completely disagree. First of all, I was raised kind of with this mentality, even before... I realized that I was a queer person. I always thought if you love someone and you truly love someone, you're always going to love that person. You just have to learn how to love them in different ways. And this is a belief that I've had since I've been very, very young. I don't know that I feel exactly the same way now as I did, but I've always kind of had this thought, and it's not specific to being in queer relationships at all for me, where I think it's beautiful to have relationships that look different with people who once really mattered to you. I think it is very violent, almost, to just say, oh, because the romantic piece of this relationship is done, now the entire relationship has to be thrown away. I think that, no, there was something, obviously, that you two were, or whoever, right? It could be more than that, were holding on to that was loving and beautiful and special in some ways, 
And I think a lot of the time, especially for people who are in relationships for a long time, those people become your best friends. And you get to know them in a way that either no one else knows them or they get to know you in a way that no one else knows you. Or there's levels to that, right? Mm -hmm. That many people don't. And so for me, I've always seen it as a sad thing that just because the romantic piece didn't work out, that the relationship has to be completely thrown in the garbage. I've always really hoped that the people that I was with, where I really did feel like there was a strong connection, that at some point in the future, we could be friends, that it could be completely platonic, not filled with drama, but that we could still honor and hold on to pero los seres the humanos, beautiful pieces. Pero los seres humanos no saben conectar de esa manera. Pero además, eso, a eso es a lo que me refiero. I'm not Yo finished. Me, okay. <laughs> and that's not true. I don't think that you can say that human beings don't know how to connect that way. I think we're capable of everything. It's that society tells us how things are supposed to be and we buy into wow. that. I've never been able to successfully do that. And that sucks. I think it sucks. If one day our relationship doesn't work out, I would hope that at some point in the future, it doesn't have to be right after, but that we could still have some kind of connection. I have thought that about exes of mine. To date, that's not the case. (laughs) It just isn't. It's a lot harder than it seems like, or it has been in my cases. And I also do think that there has to be time. I don't think that you can break up with someone where there's a lot of feelings, and within a month or two months be friends, and that's it. It's not going to be complicated. I think there has to be a good amount of space in between Mm -hmm. where you're either not in contact at all or in minimal contact so that you really can grow strong again and really work through any residual feelings that are still there. But I think ideally, with a pause, with some time, you would be able to return to those relationships. And it doesn't have to be that they have to be the same, right? Like, you're talking every day or you're constantly seeing each other or anything like that, but that those people can still be a part of your life in a way that's meaningful. I don't think there's that much of a difference between friendships that are platonic and friendships that are intimate. I think we end up giving so, so much more importance to the relationships that are intimate. But for me, there's only a few things that are different. And I actually think that It kind of sucks that the way that our society is built makes it so that we give so much more importance to our romantic relationships when really, for most of us, our friends are just as much a part of our family. And if you end up being with a partner or being in a long-term relationship and that becomes your real family, then great. But there's so many people that come in and out of your life, usually, before then. And throughout that whole time, usually it's always whoever the person is in that moment is the person that's most important. Pero es más complicado que eso, Samantha. Es más complicado que eso por la simple razón. En primer lugar, que es lo que yo estaba diciendo, es que si existen sentimientos románticos, ahí es donde las cosas se complican. Yo no estoy diciendo... Past that. So I'm just uh-huh. talking about a person that you used to be in a romantic relationship with at one point. And I will say, like I said, I do think there has to be space. I think it's very, very tricky to pull that off immediately unless y'all didn't really have those feelings to begin with. Maybe you were friends and you thought, oh, let's try something. And it was kind of funky and weird. And then you stopped. And okay, the reason it's easy to get back to that friendship is because... The romantic part of it was the weird part. It wasn't the friendship, you know? Mm -hmm. But 
when you're talking about people that you were with that you had really romantic strong feelings for I do think there has to be a lot of space so that that it's not that gray messy sort of like I'm trying to be your friend but every so often I'm feeling things and it's more hurtful than it is beneficial and stuff like that I think there has to be a space to resolve all that but Mm -hmm. I think it's really sad that after time when I think for the most of us we are able to move on I don't have any romantic feelings left for anyone that I used to date. I don't. That once we're at that point, and I do realize it takes a while to get to that point, that there can't be some kind of relationship that is still there just because you happen to date them. Like, obviously, it was not meant to work with that person. So why why is that a threat or why does that have to be such a taboo? I'm not talking about someone that you just finished dating and now you're quote-unquote friends, but... Everyone can see that there's still a lot of stuff there. Sí, pero el problema es ese. Hay gente que viven cuando pasan los años, todavía están enganchados. Por ejemplo, hay gente que con las que tú ni tuviste relaciones y todavía te testean a ver qué pasa. ¿Entiendes? Hay mm-hmm. gente que no importa, que pasan años y años y años y nunca han podido después de ti tener una relación real con alguien y todavía están sujetos a aquella idea de lo que ustedes tuvieron, de esto de lo otro. Hay gente que no se mueve, no todo el mundo funciona de la misma manera. Hay gente que pasan 10 años y todavía tiene esperanza. Ay, si yo pudiera volver. Porque a lo mejor tú fuiste la única relación mínima que tuvieron en toda su vida. Pero, aparte de eso... También está el hecho de que hay veces que aunque el tiempo pase, a la gente se le queda en huella de lo que su, tu relación con ellos significó. Acuérdate, lo que para ti significa una cosa no quiere decir que signifique lo mismo para mí. A lo mejor tú pasaste 10 años conmigo en los que tú eras súper feliz, pero a lo mejor para mí esos 10 años fueron un infierno. Uh-huh. Y a lo mejor el día que nos separemos tú quieres volver a esa amistad, pero tener esa amistad contigo para mí significa volver a revivir Todas esas cosas que me hicieron infeliz durante el tiempo que estuve contigo. Entonces, hay gente que dice, como tú, ah, no puede que, pero hay gente que están tan atachos, que están tan enganchados con sus sentimientos, con las memorias pasadas, lo mismo, las memorias no son, a lo mejor algo que te dolió a ti, de un ex que te hizo hace 10 años, hoy ya no te duele, como tú dices. Pero a lo mejor hay, otra, hay una gente que estuvo contigo en esa relación, que tú le hiciste algo y que todavía hoy sí le duele eso. Que no tiene el mismo poder de ni de perdón, ni de sanación, e incluso de humildad. Porque a veces si la persona, mientras más grande tenga el ego, más le duelen las cosas. Hay gente que no, hay gente que le hacen algo y pueden ser capaces de perdonar y seguir con su vida. Y mañana son tus amigos y no pasa nada. Hay gente que tú le haces algo y más nunca quieren mirarte en la vida. Entonces, todo el mundo no es igual. Por eso te digo que se complica. Ese es tu pensar y tu opinión. Pero hay gente que no es lo mismo, que no es lo mismo, ¿me entiendes? Hay yeah. gente que puede que todavía tenga sentimiento por ti. Y hay gente que puede que todavía tengan resentimiento hacia ti. Y una de las dos le impide tener una relación. Well, entiendes? just to clarify, I mean, in situations where that's the mutual want. Obviously, ah, no, sí. if somebody really hurt you or was really fucked up or abusive or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be I'm not saying oh just because you ended a relationship that you should always be friends with your exes I'm not saying that at all I'm saying that I think in situations for sure where the want is mutual and you really are past the point where you still have those feelings or at least you believe that you are I know sometimes you know you think Mm -hmm. you're in one place and you realize later that you're not claro in those situations, because mm-hmm. I think even if you feel like you're ready, 
but there's some residual stuff in terms of romantic feelings or just like stuff that in and of itself might be the indicator that you're not ready for that and i don't think it's a good idea because i think you will be hurt you're gonna be hurt if one person is only interested in you in a particular way and you deep down still have feelings for them i don't know how you're gonna benefit from continuing to have that person in your life in a regular way if you can't have the fulfillment of everything that you want i wouldn't recommend it in that case and certainly not for people that you just don't want in your life there's people in my life that i never you know that person specifically that i regret being with like tried for sure after he gave up on like fine we're not gonna be together years and years later like consecutively every so often would try to hit me up and be like hey what's going on can we talk or whatever has zero fucking interest and never will ever 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 you know things ended really ugly and i think he's a piece of shit. So right. I would never, I'm not going to say everyone you dated, but I think for the people that it's like, damn, it sucks. And not only did the relationship not work, but I missed out on a person that I genuinely care about and like, right. who's a good person. You know, I wish we lived in a world where that was more possible and acceptable. Yo creo que también el beneficio forma parte de eso. Porque yo soy de las personas que creo que si tener una relación con alguien no te va a beneficiar en nada, why even having it? Uh-huh. You know? Y tú no, tú eres de las que piensas que mientras más amigos una persona tenga, mejor. Yo no soy así. That's not true. Yo soy de las que creo que a veces es tener un círculo más cerrado y más pequeño es mejor. Y creo que sí, es verdad que es muy bonito que si estuviste con alguien puedan tener una amistad y si la, y si la relación fue bonita puedan tener... Ok, pero ¿en qué beneficio te va a traer eso? ¿Qué cambio positivo hacia tu vida te va a traer eso? ¿Qué, qué, qué puedas sacar tú de ahí que sea beneficioso y enriquecedor para tu vida? Y eso para mí es otro punto. Hey, esa gente que they go out of the way to keep having friendships with exes. When, first of all, el mundo es súper grande y hay miles de gente nueva que tú puedes conocer que sí pueden traer cosas nuevas a tu vida, enriquecerla de miles de maneras. A una gente que ya tú la conoces, que ya sí, se ven, hablan, you catch up, pero en realidad, ¿qué, ¿en qué te beneficia? ¿En qué te ayuda? ¿En qué te enriquece? ¿En qué? Entonces, para tenerlo ahí, esa persona como un objeto... Viniste a mi vida, entraste, hiciste lo que tenías que hacer y saliste. Y ya cuando saliste, te moviste hacia donde tenías que moverte y yo hacia mi, y yo hacia mi lugar. ¿Por qué tenemos que volver a revisitar eso y ven y vamos a hablar y tú eres mi amigo ahora y yo quiero saber cómo te va? No, yo no le encuentro a eso. Ningún tipo de... No me estimula. Ya, yo creo que ya, la persona vino, hizo lo que tenía que hacer y, y, y sigue andando. Yeah, I don't like that way of thinking at all. Yo I sí. feel like that... Again, it's kind of like prioritizing in a certain way and mm. saying that certain things are only valuable when they're romantic. No, pero eso pasa con amigos también. Yeah, but Hay exactly. And all friends are not created equal. It's true. I mean, what you said about me, I completely disagree with. I'm not someone who's always like looking for friends. and so I'm open. I'm open for sure. But the people that I'm really, really close to, that is a very small circle of people. It's not that I'm constantly with any and everybody. Now, if I have a broader friend circle, that's something different. And it doesn't mean that I necessarily care less about those people. But there are certainly a lot of people that I'm not as close to 
for whatever reason. I don't know. I feel that you go out of your way to keep some friendships can really, I know they're trying it. Like, you don't see the benefit, too. But that's not for you to decide. No, no. If if it's my friendships and my things. And I think that with people that you were with before, I think that could be part of the benefit is that there was a lot of investment in a relationship. And there was a lot of sharing and there was a lot of intimacy and there was a lot of you that you poured into a relationship that hopefully the other person poured back, right? And so you both built this thing. Why should you have to throw it away? If it's someone, you know, it's it's not about just keeping people just because. Although I don't think that's a bad thing, too. I don't think it's a bad thing to every once in a while be like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Okay, you know. Or if you need something, let me know or whatever. But pero así te sientes tú, mami. Todo el mundo no es igual. Y si well, obviously, que, that's si why we're having ah, the conversation. Ah, claro. si but they, I don't like teach. the idea of like, well, once we've determined that our relationship is not working at all anymore in this way, then you are of no use to me. And what, like, what benefit am I getting from? continuing to be in some kind of relationship with you it's like well what benefit were you getting before (laughs) just because you're not together together in that way it doesn't mean that there's still not so many ways that you can continue to benefit and give to a person in ways that you know feel good and loving and caring okay so then my last question which obviously is a matter of opinion too is how do you deal with someone who you are in a romantic relationship with, who still has NX or exes in their life, if that makes you uncomfortable? Like, how do you negotiate that? Yo creo que depende de la dinámica de la relación que tu pareja tenga con su ex. Si te hace sentir incómodo, lo tienes que decir. Mira, a mí me hace sentir incómodo que tú y tu ex se besen o se miren así o se toquen así porque me parece que me estoy sintiendo de esta manera. What if it's not a situation like that? What if just the idea or the knowledge that they dated at some point is what makes you uncomfortable and not necessarily that they're giving off some kind of vibe that they're also interested or that there's something beyond just that information that's making you feel uncomfortable? No sé, chica. Yo, a mí me cuesta mucho trabajo, pero mucho, mucho, mucho trabajo <laughs> comprender que una persona no tiene algún tipo de interés por alguien. Mira, así es como yo lo miro. Por ejemplo, tú tienes un ex, que fue tu ex de high school, y cuando tú me dices que tú vas a comer con esa persona o a verlo o a cachar, yo me siento incómoda. Porque yo siento, pienso, ¿no? Que esa persona, en el fondo, por el tipo de vida que lleva, por cómo es su vida en general, puede tener un interés en ti. Vaya, que si tú le dieras la oportunidad estuviera contigo así. Vaya, tú nada más tienes que chasquear los dedos. Y eso yo lo veo como mismo yo estaba hablando, como mismo lo mismo que estábamos hablando de las amistades, en el episodio que hablamos de las amistades uh-huh. y de los celos y todas esas cosas. Eso yo lo veo como una amistad que, no, que en el fondo no es genuina. Que en el fondo hay cierto tipo, como te digo yo, de interés más allá del que es amistad. Yo tengo miles de amigos hombres en el que nosotros tenemos un 100% de amistad. Yo tengo amigos que yo me he quedado sin trabajo y me han dicho, si necesitas dinero, yo te doy dinero ahora mismo. Que eso lo hacen poca gente en este país. Y me lo pagas cuando tú puedes. Y eso es una amistad 100% basado en amistad. No es más nada que amistad. 
Es decir, no tengo ningún problema con una amistad tuya que yo sienta que sea 100% genuina, de verdad. Yeah. Pero hay gente que las que yo siento que no lo son. I know. I don't want to get into that. I mean, we've definitely talked about that in the podcast before. And also, I'll say a hundred times, I don't ever think that it's my me talking to everyone. I don't ever think it's the place of somebody that you're with to determine what's genuinely a real platonic relationship and what's not. I agree in part with you in that. I think that if there's an ex or exes, right, people that make you feel uncomfortable, I think it's important for you to talk about that with the person that you're with because I think transparency is really important and that if things like that are hidden that can turn into just the manifestation of a lot of other shit that's not good but I also think you have to do a lot of self-work to figure out what it is that makes you uncomfortable if it's really just the idea of this makes me uncomfortable because I don't like it I don't believe in it in general or Well, I feel like there must be something that's not being said, even if it's not with my partner, you know, between their ex and the ex still having feelings for that person and stuff like that. I think that's just a decision you have to make. I don't think that's a situation that you have to stay in if it really makes you uncomfortable to the point where it's going to cause problems. But if when you dig deep and you think about the real reason... And it's not necessarily one that has to do with that other person, but it's more of a you thing. Then it's like, if you're not willing to leave, then that's self-work that you have to do. I think we get trapped into fitting into these sort of boxes of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and what's right and what's not right. And I think that the roots of a lot of that thinking is toxic in and of itself. You know, it's colonization, it's machismo, it's patriarchy it's a lot of these things that yeah we're familiar with but at their core are not necessarily healthy things all right y'all so we're gonna end it here thank you so much for listening as always hit us up if you want to talk and we will chat soon gracias mi gente síguenos en nuestra página de instagram latinas guión bajo en guión bajo latinas underscore en underscore quarantine. All right, bye-bye.